Bonjour, everyone. What is... That is so dumb. Okay. <laughs> I tried. What is going on, everyone? My name is Grace Curtolo, and welcome to the 31st episode of She's Got Balls podcast, where we highlight everything that's going on in the sports world, minus any stats, analytics, roster changes, nothing crazy here. Quick and to the point. If you missed last week's episode, be sure to go check out our great interview with Steve Dinopoli, the Water Dogs Premier Lacrosse League captain, to learn more about lacrosse a little bit and what's going on in the Premier Lacrosse League. Today we are flying solo, so we are going to go through our game recaps, pregame deets, news around the league, and a few more segments. So let's jump right into it. Starting off with the game recaps, in case you missed what happened this past week, the one, the only Rob Gronkowski tight end of the Tampa Bay Bucks Super Bowl team broke the Guinness Book of World Record for the highest altitude catch of an American football at his alma mater, University, Arizona. And he was at the stadium on the field and he caught a football that dropped from a helicopter 600 feet up. If you haven't seen that video, check it out on our Twitter at She's Got Balls Pod. And it is super fun and exciting to see the current players get all excited at Arizona. And somehow there's only three weeks left in the NBA regular season. I don't know where the time has gone, but the New York Knicks seem to be pulling away from their struggle that they always have and have made New York relevant again with a nine-game win streak. Unfortunately, this streak did come to an end after losing to the Phoenix Suns this week. And remember when I mentioned at the start of the MLB season, they were implementing new rules for the game to move a little bit quicker and get a little more exciting? Well, one of those rules, if you missed it, is that if there's a double header, then the game will be seven innings instead of nine. Well, Arizona Diamondback pitcher threw a no-hitter this past week against the Atlanta Braves. MLB said that it will not count as an official no-hitter game because it must go into extra innings or at least extend into nine innings in order for it to count. Unfortunately, the pitcher and the team will not get that no-hitter credit. However, Madison Bumgarner, the pitcher, will at least get the trophy for throwing the first seven no-hit innings under the new rule. And if you missed it, this past week was the PLL College Draft Premier Lacrosse League. So they drafted all of the college players for this upcoming season. The biggest thing to be on the lookout for this week in sports is that the NFL football has their draft this Thursday, April 29th, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern in the amazing city of Cleveland, Ohio. Shout out to all my Clevelanders out there. And the headline that came out this week before the draft, pretty funny, that the draft picks can hug Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the league, since he's been vaccinated. So it'll be refreshing to see people in person getting drafted, unlike last year, that was all virtual. And if you want to watch this not-so-super-exciting, yet still exciting 
draft. Be sure to check it out on the NFL Network, ABC, and ESPN. And this will also continue the draft rounds on Friday and Saturday afternoon. I'm telling you right now, if you miss the draft, it is okay. It's a little boring. I'm not going to lie. I honestly rarely ever watch it. You can watch the first few picks, but if you are not super into football, there will be plenty of NBA, MLB, NHL games to watch. And now let's go to some news around the leagues, starting with the NFL. Following the judicial ruling last week that multiple women suing Deshaun Watson, the NFL Texans football player, and civil court must present their names. And that's what I shared with you guys on last week's episode. And now the current ruling stands that 21 of the 22 in the case move to continue their litigations with their names attached. So that's the most recent news. That's where it stands. 21 of the 22 women did come forward, which is great and unfortunate to hear. And we will let you know what else happens. In the NHL, we have a little bit of sports biz news. It's very exciting, I personally think. The media rights package is now whole and complete with ending their contract with NBC Sports so that you'll no longer see NHL on NBC. You'll be seeing it with Turner Sports and ESPN. So the latest news is with Turner Sports, a seven-year media rights agreement. And so you can see the NHL on TNT and TBS with this. The commissioner said, quote, we love the reach of their linear networks, both TNT and TBS. And as we look to the future, we're excited about the digital properties, in particular, HBO Max and Bleacher Report. For us, this is a perfect fit. And this is exactly, I believe, what could be so great for the NHL. Turner plans to develop a studio similar to the Sports Emmy Award winning show Inside the NBA with Shaq and Charles Barkley. I personally love the Inside the NBA. And I think if they could copy that somehow and do it with the NHL, that would be so exciting for the sport. And you might think, why is this such a big deal? But it's more than what channels you flip to. You have the production, you have the TV personality, and you have the audience reach. So I'm really hoping that this will bring hockey news and excitement more to the forefront. And in soccer, we have some crazy news. So since last episode, an entire new soccer league was created and then it was scratched. If you were radio silent and missed the news, the league is called the Super League and it would bring together the most famous European soccer teams, around 15 permanent clubs plus five more that would qualify yearly based on performance. So these teams came together, basically all of the top European soccer teams. So anyone that's making the big money, and basically they did this because they don't want to give their money to the smaller teams. They don't want to have to play against teams maybe they know that they're going to crush. And it received major backlash from everyone. The FIFA group, which is the soccer's global governing body, and the UEFA that oversees major European soccer leagues, said that any player participating in this league would be barred from the World Cup, so they wouldn't be able to play and represent their country. So with that, 
teams started to back out within 48 hours of the announcements and fans were just pissed about this entire presentation of this league. Nearly 80% of British football fans opposed it in a YouGov poll and they were not happy with the owners and they definitely were not happy with JP Morgan who financially backed this league with $6 billion. JP Morgan has now come back saying they apologized and they misjudged what the fans wanted. Yeah, you missed that big time. Now that the Olympics is somehow only three months away, we are going to be talking a little bit Olympics. And the most recent news coming out of the Olympics is that the committee announced it was upholding its ban of protests at its games and warned of any punishments against anyone that even just kneels, puts a fist up, or places Black Lives Matter on their apparel. This was not well received. Following this announcement, athletes who make political or social justice protests at the Tokyo Olympics were promised legal support after this announcement from global unions and an activist group in Germany. So shout out to those groups for saying, no, this isn't okay. And we will support you legally if you want to move forward and peacefully protest. Also, I don't know why this isn't brought up more because it's definitely going to be an interesting spin to the Olympics that the Olympic Committee this past week announced that they are organizing five e-sport events to be staged ahead of the games and it's called the Olympic Virtual Series and it'll feature auto racing, baseball, cycling, rowing, and sailing. So this Olympic Virtual Series OVS will begin May 13th and continue through June 23rd and they haven't officially announced the prizes yet but I don't think they will be Olympic medals. However, if these individuals win Olympic gold medals, I will somehow find a way to get into these games because all I want in life is to be a part of the Olympics and basically just get the Olympic rings tattooed on me to honor that I'm an Olympic athlete. And if I can do that through these virtual series, you bet your bottom dollars, I will be doing that. The last sport we're going to be talking about is fighting. YouTube star Jake Paul defeated UFC former fighter Ben Askren by knocking him out in the first round of the Triller Fight Club event this past weekend. The fight was called a little more than a minute after the first round ended and people were just not happy with this pay-per-view performance. A lot of people weren't happy with this fight with Jake Paul because it wasn't, it was targeted towards a younger demographic and there was a lot of promotion of drugs, specifically weed and different musical guests, but it was like too much, I guess. I'm not really sure. I honestly didn't watch it uh, and I didn't pay for it. I had no desire to put money down for this. But it seems like Jake Paul is doing whatever he has to do to make money and get his name in the boxing or the fighting world. It almost seems like he's working his way up in the quality of fighters. However, on the other side, late last night, it was announced that his brother, Logan, is skipping all those rings of the ladder and just going to the top. So Logan Paul, his brother, YouTuber also, will be entering the ring in Miami on June 6th against, wait for it, Floyd frickin' Mayweather. 
Why would he do this? Why would he put himself in the ring with Floyd Mayweather? Honestly, I don't even think it's safe enough for just him to go into the ring. So this might just be a pointless knockout and make millions for two seconds. However, this might sound familiar because somehow it was scheduled to be on February 20th, but it was postponed. I didn't think it was actually going to get rescheduled, but Mayweather said, quote, if it brings more eyeballs to the sport, I'm all for it. Mayweather, I guess, is down. He probably won't even need to train much since Logan has only had one fight and it was against a YouTuber. Now, people might think this is unfair. It's ruining the sport. Or like Floyd said, maybe they're helping the sport. I honestly don't know, to be honest. I think this is just all publicity and an interesting way to make money. And we will end our episode today with the sports content feature of the week. We have not done that lately, but this is a freaking good one. We have the Netflix Formula One Drive to Survive. I don't know if I'm late on this train or what, but oh my gosh. If you just have an ounce of interest to see what these athletes, these racers, these teams do in Formula One, it is absolutely incredible. Season three just came out. It goes through all of the teams in Formula One, and I learned so much, and now I am officially a Formula One fan. Whoever came up with this is just absolutely brilliant. I love it. It's like a drama-free reality TV show for sports because they go through the entire season and they basically just help you learn more about Formula One, but really the little bit of the drama, what's going inside of trades of the drivers and the cars and oh my gosh, how much money is in this sport. So check out Formula One Drive to Survive Netflix original for this week's sports content feature. So good. And that is all I have for you this week. Be sure to hit that follow and subscribe button and leave us a review. Hit that five stars on Apple iTunes podcast. We would appreciate it so, so much. And check us out on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at She's Got Balls Podcast. You could check out my personal TikTok and Instagram at Grace Curtolo. We will see you next time. Ciao.